Welcome to 15 Minute Freelancer, your snack-sized guide to being your own boss and building a business and life you love. I'm your host, Louise Shanahan. My LinkedIn bio says I'm a freelance health copywriter, but for the next 15 minutes, I'll be tickling your ears with practical strategies, behind-the-scenes stories and nuggets of wisdom so you can create a freelance business that works for you. Whether you're just starting out or you've been self-employed for a while, I'll be right here with you to help you navigate the ups and downs of freelancing life. So grab a coffee, relax, and join me for 15 minutes of freelancing fun. Don't forget to hit subscribe. Hello and welcome to 15 Minute Freelancer, Louise Shanahan here. And today I'm very excited and a little bit nervous because we have not one but two guests for the first time on this podcast. I'm sure many of you will be familiar with the brilliant Doing It For The Kids podcast, which is a weekly podcast for parents who freelance. And I'm so excited to have the hosts Frankie and Steve here today. Hello, Frankie. Hello, Steve. Hi. (laughs) Hello. I feel like I'm with freelance podcasting royalty here. It's the crown and the cape that I have, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, people can't see it, but that's that's why. It's all a ruse. It's all in the edit. Trust me. So on last week's episode of this podcast, I talked about building an imaginary board of directors where you identify some imaginary business friends or famous business experts to mentally consult when you're facing a sticky business challenge. But you two have kind of gone for the real life version, haven't you, with co-mentoring, which is something I'm hoping we can talk about today. So Frankie, maybe you can kick things off by telling us what exactly is co-mentoring and what made you want to try it? It's like having a mentor, (laughs) but it's more equal than that. So there's no like more experienced person helping a less experienced freelancer learn stuff. The idea is you're on the same level and you are giving each other the same amount of support and taking the same amount of support. Yeah, so it's like a mutual exchange of support and advice and cheerleading each other basically through life as a freelancer. So it's different from the traditional coaching model or traditional mentoring because it's that two-way thing, isn't it? You're doing doing it for each other. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of like meeting up with a friend but deliberately talking about your businesses. And then over time, you get to know each other's businesses and get to know each other's personal lives and like how that all integrates. So you can really help each other. So neither of us are coaches. Hell no. No, we're just people <laughs> running businesses and silly, you know, side projects. That's what we also have in common. But it's not even like we both do the same thing. Frank is a graphic designer. I'm a video and podcast creator. But it works. So what kind of things do you talk about? What kind of questions and challenges? Do you have an agenda? Do you just play it by ear? Do we have an agenda? Well, agenda is a very grand word. But we we tend to reflect back on like what we've done since the last time we spoke. So, for example, where we're at, where we're at with our side projects, where we're at with clients, things that we said we'd do or haven't. Then we specifically look at like what we might be struggling with or like, hey, I'd like to pick your brain about this. I'm thinking about doing that. At which point Frankie goes, why would you do that, Steve? Last time you tried that, it was awful. Uh, so reality check kind of thing. And then we sort of think about like what we want to do by the next time and sometimes I've like left like because we used to meet in person like I'll be on the train having left our co-mentoring session and I'll already be doing the thing it's that sort of it's acts almost like an accountability buddy kind of thing like it but like better supercharged yeah yeah 
And because you know you're going to meet next time as well, you might think, oh, okay, I said I'm going to do that thing. Right, yes. I better do that thing. And then like there are those things that are on the list every time, right? Yeah. Every time we're like, yeah, I'm going to update my website. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So how often do you do this? Is it a monthly thing? Is it quarterly? It's supposed to be monthly, but... <laughs> yeah, if I was recommending people to do it, I would say monthly. And in fact, for a long time, that's what we would do, isn't it? And we would put that date in the diary at the last one. You know, so that it's kind of in there not to be pushed out by client work and stuff like that. And we would probably spend a good half a day. I mean, in a way, you might even block out a full day because we used to travel and meet up in person. Yeah, when we did it in person, it was a full school day, wasn't it? Mm. Really? Yeah. To go somewhere nice for lunch in the middle? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It was a really nice, it was nice to take that day out and to really, yeah, to sort of pause and just reflect and to think and to chew over things on on your business as well as pastries. When we do it online, it's more like a half day. And it sounds really like luxurious to take that kind of time, but it's so worth it. I mean, I'd recommend it even if you're not doing a co-mentoring thing, even if it's just, you know, sit down on your own, look at what you're doing and what's on your to-do list and what your plans are for the next month, quarter, whatever. But to have somebody else makes it even better. Yeah, we get to know each other's, I guess, way of working. There's lots of like, no, go for it, do that thing. Oh, totally. And there is a lot of stuff. I think we can both admit to getting overexcited about things sometimes. And um it's equally important to have somebody to like rein you in a bit as it is to cheer you on to like do more stuff. Also, you can run ideas past each other. You know, like, if, for example, if you're talking about pricing something, I think we've both found like that kind of encouragement. You know, it's like that voice in your ear saying, no, go on, you can do a bit more. Or to actually make you think, OK, you're thinking of charging that, but what are your actual costs? Mm. And let's talk about that and break that down and like, yeah it makes you contemplate things perhaps a bit better than if you just did it by yourself I can see how that's so valuable because I think sometimes there's the things where you kind of know what you need to do or you know what you should do but you just want permission to go ahead with it and it sounds like having someone else who understands you and gets how you work could be a great person to be that person for you so I'm curious about in what ways has it helped your individual freelance businesses and also your partnership? Because obviously you're already working together on the podcast, doing it for the kids. Well, the podcast kind of came at a similar time, though, didn't it? So I suggested, do we want to do commentary? And I think at our first session, you suggested doing a podcast. Did I? Was it the first session? That is ballsy. <laughs> Pretty much. The thing is, Louise, we, we were chatting for a long time on Instagram before... Like we we found that we were almost doing a co-mentoring thing. Yes. In Without DMs. realizing it. Yeah. And because of listening to the Friends with Business Benefits podcast with Frankie Shanahan and Charlie Swift, that podcast is basically part of their co-mentoring. So they sort of introduced the concept to me and then I introduced it to this Frankie. How about we give this a go? It seems like a really good idea. There are definitely things that, I think both of us, like we wouldn't have done if it weren't. A thousand percent. I wouldn't have done a podcast. End of. That would just never have happened. I would always, I talked about doing a Doing It For Kids podcast, but had I done it on my own, would not have been a thing. And it wouldn't have been as good either. Would I wouldn't have launched a Being Freelance community. Yeah, correct. You wouldn't have a Facebook group. Yeah. I probably wouldn't have done a course for new freelancers. Nope. I might have done some other stupid things, which would have been bad <laughs> ideas, <laughs> which the world has been saved from. 
but also like our own business wise our pricing has probably totally the only up. reason i put my rates up is because of steve also work life balance wise i think of like you know the the way we've dealt with that sometimes it's just good to air things so it's almost hard to know the difference it's made because it's just you know we've been doing this for maybe three years now but then as the partnership that's kind of yeah that's just sort of part and parcel with it almost it was born out of co-mentoring which is pretty cool yeah that's amazing I didn't realize it was that way around I think I assumed that you already had these amazing side projects up and running and then you just kind of came together to they existed but they were babies Mm -hmm. they were babies (laughs) and now they've grown a lot I was doing the being freelance podcast for years before and like the vlogging things but it wasn't a community or, or, or what have you um Frankie had doing it for the kids community and the instagram account and all of that but it wasn't the podcast so it's benefited all of us then (laughs) (laughs) yeah it really does i'm a big fan and advocate really of this whole co-mentoring thing and it's not you know it's not like not that i've got things against paid coaches or whatever but it's that kind of mutual partnership if you get the right person it works really well so on that then, how do you find the right person? It sounds like the sort of natural, organic way of just carrying on or maybe making a little bit more formal a friendship or, or an arrangement that you already had is a good way to go. But if people are wondering how to get started, what would you suggest? They're already in your life, that person. And I'm sure loads of people listen to this and loads of people in both of our Facebook groups and stuff. Like so many freelancers are desperate to connect with other people who are going through a similar thing to them to talk about pricing, to talk about this client that disappeared, to talk about whatever. And so we're all seeking out those conversations anyway, I think quite organically, like whether that's in a a Facebook group or, you know, a mate, you're just texting them or WhatsApping them who happens to be in a similar situation to you. So like that person, I have no doubt is already in your life. You just need to like start thinking about recruiting for that role (laughs) but not in a like formal way just in like oh who am I already having these conversations with who do I really like get on with and get a lot of support from already and would they be interested in yeah like going steady have you got any tips for how people can actually run the session should people come in with a particular agenda what are some good ways to get the most out of it like with any good meeting in a way it pays to sort of think about things in advance so yeah to reflect on what's happened to mull over you know maybe jot things down as to what you're challenging with what you'd like to pick someone's brain about what you want to do next like all of those sort of things and actually if you're meeting every month you sort of get to know each other and each other's businesses it all happens quite organically and you might check it like we check in with each other all the time like we were already doing that and sometimes that might be really deliberate as in I'll go hey Frankie have you done that thing you said you were going to do by this point and she'll say no and then off, you know yeah likewise, he'll like message me on Instagram in response to a story about a thing I haven't done he'll be like hey you haven't done the thing I can see you haven't done the thing where's the thing <laughs> yeah other times it'll be as and when but I think as with most things it sort of pays to think about stuff in advance and you know if you find a person and you're doing the whole co-mentoring then if it doesn't work out then it doesn't work out but you've you've given it a try and how does it differ from a small group like a mastermind because lots of people are trying that now either through paid programs or just kind of finding a group of freelance friends that they want to chat things through it sounds quite similar do you think there are any advantages having the one-to-one versus a small group of say four or five people so it's easier to organize because there's only two people. 
people in my life with multiple children and whatnot, trying to get, you know, more than two people together at the same time is quite hard. Yeah, you can often go deeper because there's just two of you. So therefore, you can talk about things for longer. In a mastermind sort of situation, you might have to boil things down to just one issue, for example, because you maybe you've got 20 minutes and the clock is running. Like Even if it's an informal one, you can't spend all day if there's like five or six of you going as deep as we do. However, with a mastermind, why I love them is the fact that you have all of these different heads contributing. Whereas obviously with us, there's just two people. So there is more head space, more experiences going on in a sort of mastermind situation. I mean, I've done both and done both running alongside each other. I think there's space for both. But you get a much more personal, deeper connection with co-mentoring, I find. That's what I was about to say. I haven't done a mastermind, but I would imagine maybe I'm wrong that when you have a larger group, you don't necessarily get into the more personal stuff like just because you know we've been doing this through covid and my mum died a couple months ago like there's been a lot going on (laughs) in our lives that you might touch on in a group setting but we really know each other's like lives which is relevant when you're (laughs) self-employed because it's all intertwined and one thing impacts on the other and so we have a very like good understanding of what's going on behind the scenes and therefore we are in a better position to say, yeah, maybe now's not the time to do that thing. Maybe when this is blown over might be better or, you know, whatever. And yeah, you might touch on that in a group setting, but I feel like, yeah, you get that really personal level with just two of you. That sounds like a good place to wrap up then. I wonder if you've got any final thoughts, any uh, lessons learned, any tips that you'd like to share with people who might be interested in trying this themselves? I'd say just give it a go. If this sounds like the sort of thing that you would like to try and, you know, like Frankie said, start thinking about who that person is because they're probably already there, suggest it. Give it a go because what have you got to lose? You'll probably only benefit. You'll only gain from it. And if it doesn't work out, that doesn't mean it won't maybe work out with somebody else either. It might just be the wrong person. I would go further than that. I'm going to go over the top and say doing this co-mentoring thing has actually changed my life. (laughs) Wow. It's true though, don't you think? I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing if we hadn't started doing that. So yeah, I think the crux of it is finding the right person and that's going to be potentially quite challenging depending on what's going on. I think what Steve said earlier is important in that you don't have to be in the same industry necessarily. So I wouldn't limit yourself by only looking at people who are doing similar stuff to you. We're similar in that we run a freelance business we also have an epic side project of some sort a passion for podcasting and we've got family life that kind of surrounds all of that stuff so that's how we found each other but it doesn't need to be as black and white as I'm a designer therefore I need to speak to a designer and actually you can get a lot of benefit from speaking to somebody who isn't in the same industry as you so yeah do it that's amazing that's so encouraging to hear yeah I'm going to go and look through my list of freelance friends then <laughs> well, we've got loads of people who message us don't we who say that they've started doing it and it's really good and so yeah oh that's brilliant well thank you so much for your time it's been really fun chatting to you both if people want to find out more about what you do and your podcast where should they go so for being freelance if you go to beingfreelance.com that's the podcast and the course for new freelancers like or in your first year and um, the mastermind for that matter the book club it's all there beingfreelance.com and then for doing it for the kids doing it for the kids.net podcast is on there and currently you can sign up for updates on my new community that is launching literally in the next two weeks 
So Ooh, yeah, exciting. it's very good. <laughs> yes, he's in already early doors. Well, I'll make sure I've got all the links in the show notes for those then. Well, thank you so much. And thank you to everyone for listening. Until next time, happy freelancing. You've been listening to 15 Minute Freelancer with me, Louise Shanahan, freelance health copywriter and content marketer at thecopyprescription.com. If you enjoyed this, please hit subscribe, leave a review or share it with a freelance friend. And if you've got a freelancing question you want answered on the podcast, find me and say hi on Twitter, LinkedIn or Instagram. Thanks. And until next time, happy freelancing.